Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 wait. What day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruce Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! Grab a cold one. It's Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Come on. There it is. I like, oh boy. That's nice. Oh, that's real nice. Definitely carbonated. Jeez Louise. Was yours as glad, bad yeah, as mine? I'm glad it wasn't I'm, just me. I'm freaking covered, dude. I'm wasn't standing here shaking it. Awesome. Well, this is a great way to cap the day off. Bruise Day Tuesday, baby. Bruise Day Tuesday indeed here. We uh, got beer sucking out of the carpet. Uh so, not off to a good start with War Pigs Brewing Company. I'm going to blame this on bottle, or excuse me, can. Um, all right, so these beers came from my trip to Louisville. So, they were sitting in the RV and perhaps getting warm via that. And also, um, you know, the RV is not the smoothest of rides, so perhaps they're not fully... Simmered Settled. down, even though it's been no, I, I don't know how much. What's the what's the yeah, it shouldn't have what's to. the shelf life of a shooken up can? You think that after this long, or is it because are they too cold? This is a bit uh throffy. Oh boy, what a disaster! I'm glad I brought these damn paper towels into the bear studio, no though. Kidding. Um, you're on the carpet. I got it mostly on me, but this part, this this floor <laughs> thingy is. Uh, <laughs> We're, we're, we're going to have to shampoo the carpet, Windex the floor. <sighs> smells yeah. like beer in here. I mean, it kind of always smells like beer in here, but now it really does. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Smells good. Either way, this beer, uh, it was a variety 12-pack, and it caught my eye uh, for obvious reasons. I'm not familiar with War Pigs Brewing, but they're out of, I think it was somewhere in St. Paul, Minnesota. So once I finally do get up there to Minnesota, uh, Minnesota to check off that state. I might have to make a swing through there. That's assuming this is good. It did have good ratings on Untapped, which is another reason why I bought it. But this is the Foggy Geezer. Hazy India Pale Ale, Citrus, and Tropical Hop Varieties are gathered and mass gathered in their masses to create this delicious War Pigs IPA. And for those that haven't already figured out the reference, obviously War Pigs Big, big reference to the awesome legendary, the, the godfathers of metal, Black Sabbath, whom I uh, assume the founder or whoever were probably quite big fans. I, You know, and, and there's definitely worse bands to be a fan of. Sabbath or legendary. I've got the uh, Blinding Light Show, Luminiferous India Pale Ale, brewed with orange and lemon peels. Uh, from out of the darkness comes the light, blinding light show IPA wields bold citrus and tropical flavors of illuminating refreshment. All that was hidden shall be revealed because the beer literally wants to jump out of the can at you. Uh, I don't see an ABV on here, but we're just going to... Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't look for an ABV. Take a shot in the dark and say it's got alcohol because <laughs> it's yeah. got the uh, government warning. Well, we can check untapped and perhaps we'll... Uh... Be able to get an idea via that. So I usually 
When I go and take the photo for Untapped, I like to have the beer next to the can poured into the glass. And usually I get the, well, sometimes they're one and the same, but I get the name of the beer. But with this one, I have to go with the, the artwork because it is just so gnarly and metal. I mean, we got a guy, it looks like an older, maybe a Mongolian era sort of a warrior, but, you know, dead <laughs> with skulls and stuff. With a crazy gnarly beer, or beard, excuse me. He's uh, looking like a geezer, there's no doubt about it. I got a, uh, mine looks kind of like Sauron from the Lord of the Rings, uh, casting some sort of spell, and that's probably one of the nerdiest things I'm ever going to say. <laughs> it uh, It's like a brutal wizard, though. It's pretty damn cool. And so- I love, like... And I no idea whether this was a fact or in our explosion or not. Probably not. But I also loved it. Like they went full black with it, and uh, the top yeah. of the can, even the tab, also black. Like yes. It's just such a metal beer. Every time that I see a, a can like that with the black top, it 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 obviously jumps out at you, and it's badass as hell. So I bought these at a spot down in Louisville Liquor Barn. Are you familiar? No. So. It's sort of a Total Wine-esque. Have you been to a Total Wine? I've been to a Total Wine. So it's it's in the same vein. They have pretty decent beer selection, pretty decent liquor selection, in this case, and down in Louisville, you know, bourbon selection. Uh, They also have cigars and whatnot. So I went in there prior to going to the festival and spent quite a pretty penny on, mainly on booze, you know, trying to get some of the stuff that I can't get down here. Oh, I wish I had thought about it. One of which was your go-to bourbon. What's your go-to yeah. bourbon? Uh, it's the white label. Yeah. Evan. Yeah, they had the My white dear label. dear friend Evan. They had the white label Evan, which I'm not really familiar with. I don't know if I've ever had the white label. What's the story with the white label? It's bottled in bond, so it's like above. I can't remember off the top of my head what the proof is. I think it's a hundred proof but maybe. The, Does that sound right? Yeah. It might be. so 151 would be a bottled in bond. They don't make that one anymore, the Bacardi. So I think the rule was yeah, an even hundred. So I think it's gotta be a hundred or above to be bottled in bond. I think I want to say it was a hundred, but Yeah. Yeah, hundred proof. But uh and can you It's so strong they've got to bring in a Fed to uh distill and bottle it bb had it in her mind that you could only get it in kentucky which doesn't sound right to me no uh, i think she said that you had said something like that but i was like i don't know but it was hard to get come by in the past particularly like during the pandemic it wasn't being distributed as widely what i'd argue we needed that more than than we possibly do now but uh (laughs) no you can get it at the virginia abc stores okay not everyone has it but you can get it. So nothing too special. I didn't need to buy it's delicious. I didn't though. need to buy six bottles like I did. Uh, no, I didn't buy six. I think I did buy two though because I wasn't sure. Because yeah, I just I don't remember ever really seeing it. And then there it was. I was like, oh yeah, we'll buy. It. And Were they the the single liters? Yeah. Well, and I saw a big one, but I was like, yeah, you know, the big ones you cannot get here. Oh. Well, so that, so that was been, the one I should have gotten, I guess. That would be interesting to see. But I didn't want to get a whole bottle without knowing if I liked it. And I really, I got two because I thought you might have wanted one if it was hard to come by. But it, I guess it doesn't matter. So I can just, I can hang on to it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I went in there and and spent a good amount of money. I think it was 
the tab was over three hundred bucks on, on booze. It's a pretty and penny. I did buy some cigars though, because I haven't. I don't have any decent cigars anymore, and they did have some of my favorite styles. And you know, I like the Gurkhas that are like I guess cure like bourbon, or I think I got a cognac one. They also had cognac. they also had Buffalo Trace cigars, which oh, was pretty sweet. Probably since costly. that's kind of my go-to, it wasn't that bad. But so I gave those a whirl. A big fan of the uh, hard to come by the uh, the black and milds. You get the uh, wood tip with the wine, real fancy, real classy. Like I used to love those in college, man. PBR and the wine wood tip. I, I, I thankfully have those evolved the too. And, and and turned to better cigars. But mm-hmm. God, I haven't thought about those in a long time. That used to be it. The wine oh. wood tip. Those oh. were so. Those were the jam. I think if I had one of those now, I may throw up. Yeah, I don't know. It probably, yeah, it probably does not hold up. Nah, not when, not once your palate has advanced beyond it. Probably not. Like I, I can still know. swallow PBR and still enjoy it, but I don't think Black and Mild's going to work out the same. I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. I would, I'd be down to give it a whirl, but it would have to. You'd have to be about as drunk as you're used to getting in college when you would light it up. Probably that's almost probably definitely a factor. Nobody's smoking those sober. Nobody I tend to hang out with, that's for sure. So yeah, I'm just sitting here bathed in beer. It's uh That's a great way to Have you seen the uh, new new things beer soap? I have I have some beer shampoo. It's probably that, really good for your hair, but I can't imagine smelling well, like beer all day. I haven't used it because it was actually fr- from that beer spa we went to after the marathon. So you want it, So it's kind of like a treasure. souvenir. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to use it up and then just not have a So, but yeah, beer soap. I mean, that's not surprising to me at all. I bet it's fantastic. Where did you see this? Online. I see ads for it all the time. It's like I don't know what the what would really explain the new like all of your bathroom products got to be macho, but we're going to get really into self-care. So it's like a, this company called Dukes and they make like this beer soap and it's like a whole ad campaign they're running that like relies on you. Women drink beer too. And also, what does my soap need to be? I just need soap. I just want to get clean. I'm not worried about like, let me do this. And then I'm going to go like through the woods like a damn lumberjack and chop down some trees. And You know, it's one of those things where a lot of stuff – I, I think that way. I don't care. I usually buy whatever soap is cheapest. You know, same with you know shampoo or whatever. I don't mind. I don't care if I'm getting the generic brand Store versus brand yeah, of course. But then again, I do wonder, and it's probably a lot like a lot of stuff where I don't cut corners. Beer, for instance, whiskey. You know, I wonder if I do just give it a shot, the more high quality stuff that I'll realize, oh, this is actually worth it. And I can't believe I've been using this crap for so long. But then, you know, it's going to cost you three times as much or whatever the hell. And and yeah, it's... I, I don't cut corners on toilet paper mm-hmm. and ketchup and toothpaste. But I've never really considered my soap game because like I'm allergic to a lot of soap. So we have to use regardless the like organic oh so you are you're already doing like dr bronner's but i i think if i were cheap it would just be like irish spring all the time and not even the irish spring like whatever the store brand is yeah well i think irish spring is pretty much but which i honestly i like irish spring it's that or 
what's the other one? Dial maybe. Dial's pretty, I think, dialed down <laughs> down there. But yeah, so your so your soap game is already is already pretty up there. You already got your particulars, but yeah, I'm not toothpaste. I'm right there with you. Once you find one, like I need. I get these things. I get this kind of film. Like you, particularly if it's a whitening toothpaste, this crap, this film yeah. will go along the inside of my like lips and stuff. I, I in my mouth, I hate it. So once you know, I found the toothpaste that works. I just go with that. So, when, what's your toothpaste game like? What are you using? It's the, uh, it's what's well, the kind that's in the snap case, the little snap container. It's not a tube. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. I want to say it's. Crest, either Crest or Trident, Trident maybe. I don't know. One of those ones. I think Colgate does one too. It has to be the kind yeah. that has the little snap top, and it sits, uh, you know, in a little case. That's the kind I need. I think they try and get too cute sometimes with toothpaste. Like I love the taste of cinnamon, but why is cinnamon flavor with those cinnamon breath strips in it a flavor of toothpaste? Like start my day, just light my mouth right on fire. Go for it. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not too into the cinnamon either. And we, I think that we just talked about this not too long ago about when's the last time you had cinnamon gum, like big red or something like that. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. There was the, uh, the dentine fire and then the dentine ice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give me like a normal. I do remember liking them when I was a kid though. My grandmother always has this toothpaste in her house and I don't know where or why she decided this was the thing, but the flavor is regular. Mm-hmm. Like that's legit the name of the flavor. Is regular to me? Mint regular. is regular. Is mint regular would be regular? Yeah. yeah. What, what the hell? Or is regular? that just non-flavored? It's minty. So, um, but I it's guess. not aggressive. Huh. But regular is the name. Yeah. Of the and what about flavor. orange? So you go to the dentist, they'll be like, "You want mint, cinnamon, or orange?" Is sometimes an option. I'm like, "Yeah." Does anybody actually go for orange? Yeah, let's let's orange it up. I think orange is underappreciated. I I have had orange toothpaste before. I actually do love it. But I think your brain associates like you ever brush your teeth and then drink orange juice. Oh, is that why? Is that why there's orange flavored? Is that not an issue when you do that? It's not an issue. And it's, it's interesting. Really solid. Okay. Well, now that makes a lot more sense to me. I never thought about that. But yeah. In your brain, there is like a, are you, are you sure? Hmm. Orange? But it's really delicious. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, not only do I not drink orange juice right after brush my I try not to eat or drink anything for a good while after I brush my teeth. You're not supposed teeth. to. Yeah, you're not, you don't want to do that. Particularly if you're using one of the ones with like uh, peroxide in it, you got to let it treat your it's, teeth. Yeah, that's the whole point. So it's, you're just throwing money down the drain. Essentially. You should also eat your breakfast before you brush your teeth. It seems like common sense. The, I, I know I posed this question on the Facebook. I don't know if we brought it up on... Did we bring it up on a bruise day? We did not. The the flossing? Yeah, the flossing. Do you floss before or after you brush? I mean, I think Huck had the best answer, which is when the dentist asks you that, you tell him, <laughs> you were there. The la- when's the last time? I'm really bad about flossing. I'm a, I'm a fan of the mouthwash, which I'm told does the same thing. It's like one of those nine out of ten dentists agree that. I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I'm terrible at flossing as well, so... And it's because I don't really have the the cabinet or the counter space to just leave it out. Yeah. So I've came up with a method. I actually, I wrapped my toothpaste with a rubber band and put a, like just a regular keychain ring on it. And now I put that over my toothbrush. Hey. So it sits, the, the I have to pull 
the floss off of my toothbrush to use it. So then I have the tooth, the floss in my hands, no excuses, use it. So that's what I started doing and I've gotten a good bit better about it. I still sometimes like, yeah, I don't feel like flossing. <laughs> but I definitely, I say you floss before you brush. It makes the more, makes the most sense to me. Before you had posed that question and like we actually did off air have a full in-depth conversation about this and Drez raises a very, very good point is that when you floss, you're getting all the gunk out of between your teeth. And if you're flossing after brushing your teeth, you're just putting that mess right back on your teeth. And I never really considered it because I did. I, I do. When I do floss is usually been before, but kind of changed my entire perspective on that. Well, I do. I floss before. I'm team floss before you brush. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, you I'm sorry. I, I Oh, before used to. Used to. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I think I think you should floss, brush, and then if you have mouthwash, then you finish it up with the mouthwash. That think, makes the I most think that's sense. That's the proper order. I I mean, like you said, four out of five might you know agree with that. I don't know. Ask and I've heard I heard numerous different arguments about different different things, but to me, it still makes the most sense to to floss then brush. The thing that bothered me about that is after they cleaned my teeth, my dentist would always floss. And I think maybe I just wasn't going to a great dentist. So they would clean it and then floss it? Mm-hmm. And then you hit it with the water pick afterwards. Hmm. So they would do the scrubbing, the polish part, then floss. And yeah, I don't, I don't, maybe. I thought it was the other, po- I, yeah, I, don't, I thought it's the other way around, but maybe I'm. Um... I, I will say, regardless, I've never had a cavity. I've not lost a tooth, so well, then you're I'm doing, doing okay it, you're with doing whatever I'm doing, and my system works for me. Mileage may vary for you. All right. Well, I'm out of beer. These are only 12 ounce cans because you typically don't get a. I think we lost six like four ounces. Yeah, I lost a good bit of it, unfortunately. I think you typically don't get a 12 12 pack of. 16 ounces, but I would love for these to come in that regard. But so War Pigs Brewing Company, the Foggy Geyser was more of a foggy geyser. I mean, it shot out like out of a cannon, but once it settled down, it wasn't too bad. I do wonder if this beer is just bad, you know, had some something got to it and now it's maybe not as good as it could potentially be just based on the uh, untapped scores alone and the fact that it's. Because, I mean, it does, it reminds me of like a burial or something, like very metal awesomeness. Most breweries that are like that, a joint theory, they're usually making really good beer. And on that scale, these are, this is not up to par, unfortunately. And again, I wonder if it's because maybe I got it at the liquor barn and maybe they don't do or take care of it like they should. I, I don't, I didn't leave it in the sun. I didn't shake it up too crazily. It's also just been chilling in the fridge yeah. for, I don't know, a week and a half, two weeks or whatever now. I guess it's been, I guess it's been a week. It should have settled. I would have thought. It'll be interesting to see what happens with these next couple cans. I yeah. think we need to at least be prepared for this. Put on one, our ponchos. These ones, yeah. So that being said, the Foggy Geezer uh, Hazy IPA, it's it's okay. Nothing too special. I mean, I'll give it a little extra love because of the theme, but I'm just going to give it a three, seven, five. Oh, that's right. It's nothing too too special. So I'm going to kind of piggyback in a line right on what you're saying, the blinding light show uh, for more pigs. Decent, drinkable, 
But uh, this would be a scenario where judging a book by a cover doesn't always pay off. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It smells great, but... uh, yeah, now we're I'm, gonna have that lingering in the I'm studio. Really, I'm really hoping it gets better from here because this was not the cheapest uh, twelve pack. So I hope there's we had to pay for the black can top. Yeah, I guess so. All right, well, and of course I, we can't be doing War Pigs Brewing without playing some War Pigs. So we'll we'll knock out some Sabbath. We'll come back. It's Bruise Day Tuesday right here on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around.